Lick my luscious lips. Lick my Brown luscious cow. Brown cow. Brown cow. Me, mama, 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 me, mama, me, mama, mama, mama. Yep, this is this is what people come ow, for. Ow, ow, ow. Welcome, everybody. I'm gonna so start. Fry- I'm gonna oh. post a picture of myself online. Just like that, that pose, caption, white boy joy. You, you, you need Ignite to sign- a firestorm. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> um, you, I got it. I, I swear you sent me that the PNG, but I can't find it. But please send me that again. I have so many ideas. <laughs> so I've many got ideas. Because you I've know me. I'll go in hard and and make it very uncomfortable. <laughs> I've heard you say I've heard you say that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good. One. That, was, that was good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, uh, uh, how are you? it's fun. So, I got to retract a statement. I got to retract mm-hmm. something. We said that coronavirus was over. I did mm-hmm. on Monday. Who knew that the cases would rise? I mean, all that happened was hundreds of thousands of people got together in the streets to celebrate (laughs) an election result, and the cases go up. What? Right? Well, also remember, hundreds of thousands of people got in the streets uh, to protest injustice. but I guess it was during the summer. So uh, according to some scientists and experts on virology that um, I guess UV rays kill the virus until nighttime when the riots come out. But I guess with all the heat from um, from the constant burning of buildings, it probably killed that too, huh? Jeez. And now that we're in the fall and everything is kind of like a mild Petri dish, well, let's spit some bars on each other and that the pun was intended for those that are going out to bars and shit like that. Well, um, the, yeah. Uh, the other thing is um, the, the, the uh, just an observation, no mm-hmm. writing um, or, you know, protests in relation to the election results, only jubilation. Is that racial? Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, that one, no, not at all. I'm just, I think what I'm saying is, I think that the, the the stereotype of certain supporters of a certain person are violent mm-hmm. and you know re- rebellious. Um, I don't know. If that's a founded, uh, you know, generalization. So. Well, possibly. I mean, just I'm saying overall. I I, I don't know. I'm just stating well, an observation. Well, I mean, the Civil War hasn't started yet, so. Oh yeah. My my ears. I had a I had a thought about that that just that whole that group of words, Civil War. Yeah, yeah. I'm, what an oxymoron. 
A swivel war. Have we ever really been civilized? I guess. I, mean, I guess it depends on. Uh, it's all relative to what you consider civilized. Civilized does it if it if it means community and um, sustainability, then we have not been civil. <laughs> uh, so I mean, when a, a civil war to me would be like the debate team you know you get in a room and you get right you hash it out logically. yeah you, you kind of box so it out and then that was good right. debate good right so yeah, very civil so that Which, would be a great that would be a good civil war like right we need to redefine these terms like civil yeah. war basically what what that means is is like a war at, at home so mm -hmm. this is my home it's your home too you just call it. Let's just call it what it is. We're do, we're we're ramping up for a domestic dispute. Yep. Somebody's got to put on a sleeveless white T-shirt. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's Indiana stuff. Um, <laughs> I I had a yeah. I had a weird epiphany uh, about an hour ago. So okay. I remember. I, Yesterday, my cousin, it was either yesterday or today, my cousin posted in a group text, uh, Pfizer, um, which my father used to work for Pfizer, just developed um, the possible vaccination for coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. And so, all right, fine, whatever. We're waiting for that. In the meantime, if, if the progression of that was that quick, how come which to me would have been the easier solution. How come we haven't developed self-tests, whereas you can test yourself at any time and then put it into a database and it would actually tell you whether or not you were positive for coronavirus or not? How come that wasn't developed very, very, very quickly? Wouldn't that have been a lot easier? Wouldn't, if that was developed, wouldn't that make it a lot easier for us to move about our daily lives? Because we can, right. in the morning, we can test ourselves. As we, as we move about and try to social distance and all that stuff, then right before bed, take a test. Yeah. Yep. Like, I if, mean, that's, if, it's a lot. we know by now how long it takes to be exposed before we actually show, before can actually be shown. I mean, think about AIDS. Let's go back to the 80s and think about AIDS. It was hard to detect, but then somebody developed where you could actually get the results in like 20 minutes. I remember because I've been to Planned Parenthood and like, well, you don't have AIDS. So like, oh, thank God, because you know, back then AIDS was the, was the go-to, now it's coronavirus. Sorry, AIDS. Um, <laughs> there was the go-to. Was it's like anytime you but, touch somebody, you thought that you had AIDS. But I just, you know, I mean, who was the first person that I mean, of notoriety was like Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. Like he looking, he looks as good as ever. Um, he he was like the first person that was like, you can have it and and just have it, mm -hmm. just chill with it. Obviously, there's science and all that. Anyway, by the way, speaking of science, mm -hmm. I noticed this tweet today. 
I, and I almost sent it to you. I don't know why I didn't. And maybe it's just because I figured we'd talk about it. Elon Musk tweeted he got four COVID tests in one day. Um, I guess as an experiment. And uh, he got two negative and two positive. Wow. So now he's like, something's up here. Wow. So now I'm like, yeah, that's... See, I, I I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. By the way, uh, and I won't say their name. I will say that they're okay. But one of our good friends and viewers of this show had it. Mm. I think you know who it is. Uh-huh. My cousin had it, too. See, it's why I'm... It, <clears throat> like, I mean, obviously, it wasn't anything fantastic. But it's like now we don't. I think a lot more people have already had it. I think so. Just didn't know it, like because I mean you were sick months ago. Yeah, remember, yeah, remember. Uh, like right before the outbreak. Um, yeah. The, uh, yes. For a couple of days, I was like, like, I don't feel I was good like, this much. Is, yeah, I was like, this is weird. And I went, and I remember, I felt, I, I felt shortness of breath, so I ran to, <clears throat> to the store just to kind of open up my lungs. And then I got some fire cider, which is this elixir of apple cider vinegar mixed with like a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really good for you. I wouldn't say it's, it tastes good, but it, I don't really care about shit like that. Um, I got that and I felt better. Like, and I don't know whether it was like a placebo effect and anxiety was making me feel. No, I, I think I had something. I had some sort of bug. Because I, rem- I remember a few other um, people at my gym had it. And this was back in. Yeah, I think it was like in December. Yeah, it was like December or January. Or, no, no, no. I think it was January. Yeah. Because it was when we first started yeah, hearing it was, about it. Cause, yeah, and it was right before uh, Roma went to Cambodia. Yep. Because I remember even going, dun, dun, dun. It's probably on a podcast. It is and on a podcast. Got, you're like, it I got is. a little bit of a call. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it, it wasn't. So, I, so I feel like it's been, I feel like it's been floating around, and you know, people just don't know. Maybe they had it and it's passed through them, and you know. I was talking, I was talking to a client today. Um, I like, especially there's been recent spikes on the island, so yeah. it. Um, sorry, I have to do that, but um, so like I just had this this Liam Neeson epiphany of taking was like, you're going to get Corona. I'm just saying it to, to everybody, everybody, you're going to get Corona. And sounds like a and, nice way to greet people. <laughs> because like, like we had, we had, we've had a, a very, very big spike, which is very interesting. And I knew it was inevitable. Um, I, Why I think that, that what happens because we're you're we're basically in a petri dish. We're on an island. Right. Were people getting together <clears throat> like carefree? Well, there was a wedding um, at a spot at a place, and there was I think the the part the wedding party was like 150 people. Um, now remember, one out of four people have herpes. So with um, with the coronavirus like now. With the coronavirus now, you got to know that at least 
one out of 10 is going to have coronavirus. So if you're, if you, I, I, I definitely believe that if you're in a party of like 10 people, most likely one person out of that 10, unless they live in your house, is probably going so, to have coronavirus. And the thing is about <laughs> weddings, most of the time, those are people coming in, like either yep, taking the boat exactly in or riding, like, yeah. Yep. So you get that long distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty trippy. Um, that's very trippy. I had a um, uh, shout out to my friend Tony T. He put a vocal booth in my house. I saw that. So I'm here in this room. This is my home studio. But he put it down the hall to the dining room. So I'm starting to vocal arrange a record starting tomorrow. And the client was like, she was, she's so funny. She was like, she goes, I'm going to buy one of those temperature gun things and just check my temperature every time I come over. She's better off buying a pulse oximeter. Ah. Don't do the temperature gun because the fever is not the thing. It might, if it, if it, if it's a respiratory thing, you're better off testing your blood oxygen. True, true, true. Ooh, this uh, got like two of those. It's a news and uh, information packed podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I one thing I <clears throat> noticed about myself that I I crossed my mind today. Um, I'm very aware of certain things anymore because i know with coronavirus and people being isolated and things i think people run into dangers of becoming depressed or mm-hmm. overly isolated or whatever and i'm i had been prone to those kind of things when i was younger and not even so long ago but what i've also realized in the past several years and i don't know if this is more from a philosophical growth or what but I actually find myself automatically talking myself out of things now. I mean, in a good way. So I start feeling bummed out about something. I go, my, I, not in a psycho way. I literally hear myself going, you're lying to yourself. Like you're making shit up. So you start feeling like, damn, I'm kind of lonely. Then you go, you're not though. Like you can, you have a shit ton of friends. You got, yeah. and I'm only saying this because there's, <coughs> excuse me, it's coronavirus. There's a lot of people out there that are probably feeling that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be, I, I really, I, I, I hate to know it, but somebody out there's got to be keeping tabs on addiction, overdose, and suicide. Oh yeah, definitely. Because not a lot of people are built for this stuff. I know people, and and maybe this is the direction we can go in tonight. Because I am fascinated by this, and I I am a person that's gone from one way to the other, and maybe we've discussed it before. But there are people that really cannot be alone with themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's it's frightening. To them and not just on a lonely level I, I 
I think it's more of a like, they don't want to hear their own thoughts. They don't want to face realities because it's what happens. Because when I was young, I always wanted to be around people. I feel like we have talked about this in here, but I, yeah. I was like that when I was young. And but the older I got, the less I, the more I got out of that. But that's just something I, that's, I don't want to know the number, but I think it's worth noting two people amongst everything that's going on because that's a serious um, side effect of all this. Like, yeah. I'm wondering, like, what the numbers are or what the increase is because it can only be on the increase. It can't yeah. be like, oh, everything is great. I feel so much better now. Like, that's why it really takes someone with very strong will and um, comfort within themselves to handle situations like this mm-hmm. and not totally go off the edge. That's, and I think that's where, <clears throat> where there's, um, where there's like a lack of awareness is, is because it, it is on the individual as a, as, as individuals, there are way more conscious, aware adults. But then as a society, we lack that consciousness and we are more immature because we are driven by emotion. In, um, in mass groups, it's always driven by emotion. And yeah, we, we, did, we did talk about this not too long ago, but in mass groups, groups get started based on an emotional drive. You can't, you can't start a group without emotion. There's, there's absolutely right. no way that you can do that. But then what happens is that you take, a, within that emotion, only little, like it's a limited amount of truth because you can't let too much in because you have to build off of something, but it has to be small. But that small gets over-exaggerated and then people are easily manipulated by by the ones who actually hold power within the group. And so the group can easily be swayed in any direction because all you need to do is lead, lead them with their emotion. And if you're leading someone with emotion, then that means that they have no, no actual emotional awareness. And then they become impulsive, they become reactive. And so anything can spark a reaction, even if it's not real. I just saw right. a movie yesterday with uh, Idris Elba, and it was about, he was like a CIA agent or something. And then there was this guy that was a, that was like um, a pickpocketer. And the pickpocketer ended up, unfortunately, grabbing um, a bag from a woman that was supposed to plant a bomb in a building to stir up, um, to, to stir up like un- civil unrest. Damn. Um, and, but it wasn't, the bomb wasn't supposed to actually kill anybody. It was supposed to be in an empty building. And he, the pickpocket took the bag, took a phone out of the bag. The, the bomb was actually inside of a bear and he just stuck, he just basically threw the bag away in a, in a street that was actually, uh, populated. And then all of a sudden the bomb just blows up. So now he's a wanted terrorist 
when all right. he was doing was wrong place, wrong time, wrong motherfucking bag, wrong person yeah. to pickpocket. And then it's just this whole dynamic. But within that dynamic, you see the civil unrest, but the civil unrest is coming from some inside stuff. And this this all takes this all supposed to, has supposed to take place in Paris. But then you see exactly how something can be stirred up to and then what they did was they blamed it on a mosque when it was actually yeah. an inside thing from from dirty cops that were um that were associated with um i forgot whether it was a commissioner or somebody or a prime minister some somebody like that and they were all using these tactics as a ploy to rob a federal reserve oh damn so you see how fucked up that plot is but then you see the impact that it has on a on a on a popu on a mass population yeah, and causing yeah. all this civil unrest you see all these people rioting the, you see all these people hating on the cops and 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 you see the divide you see a huge divide you see this whole anti-fascist thing and what's weird is that felt that had to have been filmed way before the the outbreak but it made so much sense as into into the nowness of it but it shows you exactly how easily people can be manipulated based on persuasion and, and people not actually, there's no, you can't, in that, in that point, you're not thinking, you're just reacting. Yeah. And most massive people, most people in groups react. We, yeah. we react, we don't, we don't think, well, let's think about this before Let's, let's really try to put all the right. pieces together and really have a full understanding. And what I realize now is the tool for creating what we would even consider a utopia as a society, the only way to do that is by teaching empathy and, and, being, and, and, and requiring it to be a practice. And empathy is not, is to me, empathy, well, no, not to me, but empathy is the understanding of others without uh -huh. you actually having to force your own values on that person. Right. I can be empathetic to somebody, but, but disagree with them. Yeah. I don't have to be like, I'm right and you're wrong. Empathy is like, all right, that's how you see shit. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and then both people agreeing to, to disagree but not in a way where I'm trying to force my beliefs on you, but to just be like, all right, that's your value system. As long as it's not impeding on mine, then so be it. Do your fucking thing, son. Pop out. I mean, I think it's kind of fucking stupid. I think, but you know what? That doesn't matter. Right. What truly matters is that as long as you're happy and you don't have to force me to be, to be your happy, you can keep your happiness to yourself. This, um, this is where social media plays such a powerful component because unlike the real world uh, or like interpersonal interaction, mm -hmm. which is where I think things are a bit more fair uh, or because it's, it is one-on-one, -on -one, um, it's, it's really like a, if you, if you can imagine just, putting a bubble on yourself. So, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> you literally can just, if someone says something you don't like, they can never see your face. And because of that, you can say, well, 
you're a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and, you know, you're like, how can you be so stupid? And look at these stupid people. Or look at, like, you can just say whatever because there's not an immediate threat. By the way, I mean, that doesn't mean something would happen to you. But because I think when people do that, they know, like, there's no punch in the jaw. Like, back in the day, if you talk shit to somebody, even if you were wrong, you run a risk of getting punched in the fucking face. Right. And then you're scared you wouldn't just say whatever. You would think twice, but because you're so from a distance from it, you don't have to think twice. You could just say it and then see it. But so that's that's an interesting point because when we go back to um, emotional intelligence and emotional maturity, before you react to somebody's response to you that, that might be negative, think, think and say, does this person truly know me? No. Right. Do I truly know myself and do I have self-awareness and respect for myself? Yeah. So as I see that comment, I could see it in two ways. I could take it as, oh, this motherfucker is, thinks that they know me. Let me tell them a little bit about myself and how you don't know me and let me bark at you. Or you can be like, this motherfucker doesn't know me. I'm not even going to respond to it whatsoever. They could keep pressing me, but the, the less that I respond, the more it eats into them, because obviously what they're trying to do is they're disassociating from their, themselves. Usually what we do is we project on the others, the things that yeah. we don't like about ourselves. Yep. If you, if, if you want to troll somebody and think that, that that person's doing it wrong, it says way more about you than it does them. I'm telling you. Yeah. But the problem that we have here in society is that people don't hold themselves accountable when it comes to the choice of, of reaction. And so we, we don't respond. We actually do just react. We impulsively, because we, we've laid out a foundation in our society, exactly the things that are supposed to push our buttons. Well, if you know yourself, then you should already know all the things that, 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 push that are right with you. Exactly. That are right with you yeah. and wrong with you. And so if somebody pushes those buttons, why do you even have any buttons that can be pushed? If you accept yourself, then you don't have any buttons that can be pushed. See, that? Oh, that's heavy. I, I think that's something that people, this, this is why, to me, finger pointing and like, like okay, I, I have, I don't want to say I'm jaded where like I don't have faith in people. I do. But also, I think people have to have an experience before they want to change an ideal. They can't just be talked into it. I mean, maybe sometimes you can, but but that's what entertains me, I gotta be honest, about the internet is people like, why do you have to keep stating your opinion? Why do you have to go see how bad this is? See how bad this is? See how bad this is? See what you're doing? See what you're doing? It's like, it's going, okay, but are you pointing that out for me or for you? Right. Like, what? what is, okay, are you trying to change opinions? Or are you just trying to go, here's what I think, here's what I think, here's what I think. Like, it's such an energy, <laughs> oh, it's an energy waster. It's you know an it energy is? waster. You Where know what it is? 
I I know what it. Oh my gosh, this is my own epiphany. It might not. You you. Know, I want to get back to the. This is my reality. Though, so it's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, this this is what I'm talking about. It's, you know how little kids point shit out that that's obvious, and only yes. just because they 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 you go to an identifying phase. Well, that's that's exactly oh, what yes. that is. Still, it's you're continuing to yes. identify. Like kids do that all the time. Like you're you're brown, you're white. Like once yeah. once you I, once you know because because that's that's how they learn. That's exactly how they learn. Yep. What's this? Eyes. What's this? Nose. Mouth. Nose. Yep. Exactly. That's that's what kids do. We, the only way that we grow as as into an adult is by taking those childhood lessons and actually creating something out of them other than repeating those childhood lessons. Yes, identify something, but then how do you use it for your for your benefit? How do you make right. it work for you? How do you make it not just work for you, but then work for your environment, the people around you? That's the critical thinking. That's the emotional intelligence that you build from doing these things. But then when you identify something, don't just see it for what you think that it is. Question what it is as well. Find some skepticism. Because if you don't, then you're going to create a limitation. And those within those limitations, what ends up happening is somebody else is going to point out your limitations. They're going to be that little kid that points at your limitations because you have stopped trying to acquire knowledge. And there's a difference between knowing something and believing in something. Yeah. Knowing something, you that, don't have to identify it. You just, it just is. Well, it's, it's like when, you know, it's, it, it really is that thing of, um, you know, when people try too hard and the shit's mm -hmm. like mad annoying. It's like when somebody's hanging out with some new people and they're really, and you're like, just, just be who the fuck you are. I don't care if it's whatever, whatever, like, be who you are. That's it. But that's what it reminds me of. Like I've known, and we all know people that it's like, why are you trying so hard to convince me that you're this or you're that? Like, I'm not saying, you know, like, I, I honestly, like, I don't get it. I, I, I really don't get it now. You know, I, I think again, what, it, what it could be is these are phases that we have to go through in order to create an identity for, for ourselves to separate ourselves from what we used to be, whether it be the child that we used to be, that we no longer want to be, that our parents told us that we are. And then we have to, it's like when you make your way into society and, and different dichotomies of a society, all right, I need to, in order for me to truly be this, I need to take a little bit from it. And then it's the fake it until you make it thing. So I think it's, a, it's an aspect that we, that we still use but we still have to be sure that that's exactly what we want to be. And to me, the practice shouldn't come during the act. It should be, the practice should be, it's like rehearsing before you actually play the part. You need to rehearse and don't rehearse in, because when you, re, what happens is when you try to rehearse in front of what you're trying to be, the what you're trying to be identifies that you're trying to be that. Like, I know what you're trying, I, I see what you're trying to do. It's obvious you, you, you have not created that, you have not developed into that character yet. So stop trying to be that, at least not here. Try it in front of other families and friends 
And then the families and friends be like, yeah, you acting different. And so then you, know, it, yeah. <laughs> then you know that now you're moving into a direction. And then until somebody, until somebody that you're close to is like, yo, you've changed. Then, and only then, have you actually become who you were trying to be. Right. Well, we so did that, talk about that. I don't know if we it's did talk about that. Negative, just... We did. We did talk about this thing of, of of really trying on a new personality, and when everyone says like the hell is going on with you, then you might be onto something because you're like you've mm -hmm. never done that before. Um, yeah. but I don't know if a lot of people have the will, but but go and it's tough. But going back to your button pushing thing, that that to me you. You phrase that in, in such a, uh, uh, almost like a visual way. If people should do that, because I have spent time doing that. I don't know all of them, but I do know what buttons push me. I do, like, I'll notice things. When people, I'll go, if somebody says this, I'm going to feel this way. Mm -hmm. And I do. But I'm happy. I know it sounds weird. But like, I've been disappointed or been mad or been scared but what's weird is i knew it was going to happen mm -hmm. and i go this is going to happen but just in that awareness you're doing something about it but, yeah. but this is what this is what people don't because because here's the thing when you push in the buttons what what happens is you're you know this goes back to what we were talking about a while ago about you know you know going off of emotion or you know using the word triggering mm -hmm. basically what that is is there's something <clears throat> under the surface that's just kind of there it's like a tripwire mm -hmm. literally and you know it's there but that's just the thing this is why and i'm not saying it's not a thing because it's it's obviously a very real psychological thing but as far as things that trigger people or emotions or whatever I, I just don't, I don't know if people, just like most things in America, or maybe even in the world, we like to solve the, um, the symptom and not the cause, or, or not being aware of the cause. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if people would try to find a way to spend more time knowing what triggers them, I hate using that word. So what, you know, sets that in motion for them? Because I found at least, if you really truly find it, you don't get you don't get set off by it mm -hmm. because you recognize it, you see it coming, and you go, "I'm about to feel this way." And by the way, it's okay if you do feel that way because if you know you're feeling that way, you don't react because you right. go, "I always feel this way. I feel this way when this happens." Like if somebody does something to me, and I know how I'm gonna be mad or jealous i'll even tell them like i go it's just stupid but i'm like you know i feel this kind of way but i'm aware of it because if you're not aware of it then you just act some kind of way out of it but the thing is we we are always aware of it it's it's whether or not we accept ourselves and and find the humility and being like being like yeah that's me and then like, also, even saying it you like to, to own up to your shit and be like yeah that's me that's me. Also, also knowing you have a choice to act differently. Yes. Yes. But that's what. Yes. See, that's what people. That's you have a. You do have a choice to act differently. Like, you. This is this is why this this 
you know when people say, oh, people shouldn't say offensive things, you have a choice not to be offended. Yep. Like, that, you absolutely, like, people, whatever people believe, I'll tell you what I believe, people should have the right to say whatever they want to say. Yes. Even though words are powerful, people should have that right. Because I'm never going to... Words are loud, but actions are louder. Exactly. That wait that 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 triggers back to the the AIDS thing because that was part of that 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 commercial oh, yeah. the, the medicine. <laughs> oh, I love how we um, this is this is how I like humans is like we just we just throw all the kind of just throw it now it's a jambalaya throw it in a pot. <laughs> it's a jambalaya. Eat it. <laughs> uh, but um, what you were saying uh, like to oh my gosh, it's so funny because. I I think what gets in our way always is our egos. And I think to me, some of the most inspiring people are to me are comedians, especially comedians that are willing to just throw all their especially shit on now. the table. Yeah. When they're willing to just throw all their shit in the tape on the table and actually show people how how hypocritical we can be as human beings, as a culture, how hypocritical we can be as, as the, the culture of humanity. Because we, we do this thing where we say, we say one thing, but do the other. We are, we're always in cognitive dissonance of a lot of shit and we've become extremely hypocritical. And this is where words get in the way of actual true communications. I think we got lazy when we developed language and because with language, we can mask shit. It's easier to mask it through language um, than it is through actual action. If I smack you in the face, you know that I smacked you in the face. Oh yeah. But I can also smack you in the face with sarcasm, which hurts the most. Nowadays, it's the sarcasm. It's the insults. It used to be the fist and the and and the and the and the open hand, but now it's words. Think about it. Think about it. It's with no, words. It's, words yeah. can drive somebody to kill themselves. That is like to me, that is some serious strong manipulation. When it's like um, like I remember um there's there, there's a few movies where uh, where oh as a matter of fact in Firestarter with Drew Barrymore a, a father was like mm, oh, yeah, and a blood back. drips down and then he's like go jump off this roof and then the dude did it yeah he just told him to do it yeah and then he did it and, and so that's that's what the world has come to where words are are so much more significant than actions. What you know, it it really boils down to this. It it almost be cool if we could have a Twitter like word limit on a day. I think we I think I think we get a lot more done. Um, no matter what it is, I think we'd make more pro without without words. Words are so in they can be interpreted. Too many ways. It, it, that's why actions. Oh, they always say actions speak louder than words. 
but but they really do because that is your true intention um <laughs> think about but, what people say think about like when people are in an argument and be like don't you say it to my face but what are you talking about they've been doing that correct <laughs> like yeah you have a conversation with somebody you are saying it to the you want me to come in closer invade your personal space and then you're going to put an action to that now you're going to stop the words and then put an action to it like i i am saying it to, you, to your face and then what, I guess, I, what, that's more of a, are we taking this down to, down to physicality? Right. Yeah, and then if that's like, the case, then, then whoever starts the physical part, they lost. Once, once you change the word war to the fist war, whoever decided to change the, the, the game lost. I don't even give a damn if, if, if somebody got knocked the fuck out. The first person that, that threw the blow is the one that lost. That's that's why um, it's things like that. Was well, also a my upbringing, but um, I tend to like I will have a discussion with someone, but as soon as they raise their voice to be louder, I I just stop arguing, and I'm not mad. I just stop, mm. and it makes it worse for the other person. Because then you just made it a power struggle. And man, it annoys people. By the way, if people oh out God. there, if y'all if oh. really want to get under people's skin, don't react. Don't react. Like, not reacting is the greatest. Yes, because I'm, I'm it say, shows restraint. I'm going to say some deep shit. This really goes back to philosophical shit. This is why people always say, especially philosophers, is is do nothing and accomplish everything. That doesn't mm. mean you don't do anything. It's just you, it's a very, everything has an intention. Yeah. Like if you're gonna say something, does it need to be said? Okay, if you're gonna do something, does it need to be done? Does mm. this, you know, like all of, and so much is unnecessary. Yes. So much of it. It's just, yes. and that's what We're causes. World of desire. Cause I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the things that, okay, people that, that post about, or they want to discuss things online, like, oh, this is, like, I can even talk about people with disabilities, uh, people with disabilities, like, discriminated against or hated on, they're, they're just hating on me because I'm in a, like, go out in the world and show me, show me where that's happening. I, I, by the way, it may be happening. I'm saying, show me where that's happening. Yeah, find you your audience. A lot of, find truly you, find your audience. <laughs> you've spent a lot of time with me, and I mean, besides the you, like, people just they emphasize the one-off. And what I mean by that is, I can spend a whole day, have a great day, nothing weird, and then one knucklehead goes, like, stares at me at a restaurant. I don't. People spend their lives worrying about the one dumb fuck at the restaurant. And it's like, they just, they don't know you. Right. Like, so let it go. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but what, I, what I'm saying is, but people have a rhetoric that the world is so, you know, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. But they're just telling you that. Like, they're just telling you that because once again, I think everything leads back to 
Um, I actually heard this in a podcast, uh, but um, this guy always says everything leads to narcissism. Um, and I think a lot of it does. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it goes back to I'm suffering. I'm having a hard time. I'm, I'm, I'm. And it's like, okay. well, I mean, so if you think it, it, by the way, that that's also why people are hypocritical. And by the way, I am too. So anything, you know, for people that do listen and watch this, I think we can agree that we're all hypocrites to, to varying degrees. So anything we said, we are not perfect people. That's, that's why I think it's funny when, when the stereotype, uh, rears its ugly head that I'm inspirational when I'm like I don't I don't think that when I got my pajama pants around my ankles at 1am and I got um Pornhub on my phone um because you know I'm a grown man so well am I really grown I guess I am but um well, yes, because when we like the age part doesn't mean anything. But when oh, we talk right. about yeah, emotional intelligence and emotional maturity, right? So, so you know, that's it. It all leads. It all leads back to that. It's all that one person's viewpoint. But this is once again, this is why people have to learn to not. They have to learn what their buttons are, and why do you have all these buttons? Some people have so many goddamn buttons. Well, that's that's those are the people that don't want to leave the house or are grumpy for the majority of, of their shit. It's like everything's a problem. Every, everything's shit. Everything is shit. Everything's a problem. Now you can you could actually live on that, but don't live in that as as believing it. Live on that as like we just said earlier. Find your audience. If you think that the world is shit, then find there are people that actually do that though. Like in a way. Activism is finding the worst shit out of human beings and saying that doesn't need to be anymore. But even in that exchange, without it, then what else do you have? Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up, but at least you have your purpose. You might never ever reach it, but in stoicism, they say, like, look, find a fucking goal could be the most impossible thing, but work towards it because yep. along along that road, then <laughs> then you 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 will gain knowledge, you will acquire knowledge. Uh -huh. But you need those obstacles. Like you can't have life without obstacles. So accept that if you accept that life is shitty, then at least you can move towards improving your life as an individual first, instead of trying to fucking change the world like everybody wants to, like, you're not Superman. Well, that, that, that's what I fear that people are, people, uh, a mm. lot of people, not everyone, but a large group of people are imagining this world where everything is perfect and great and fair and happy. And I mean, I think it's pretty damn good. I was, you know what, I was saying earlier, I, I think you're right, because I, I just want to say this one quick thing. I was talking to my brother about um, about growth, about accepting obstacles, because what we can do with anxiety is we can either take it to 
to enslave us or we can use it as a purpose of, of changing the way that we see things. And in order to do that, you need willpower, but willpower is not the, the best thing. Sometimes you need to actually persuade someone else to go through it with you. So whether, so for instance, I'm a personal trainer, but do I, I work out better with somebody than I do on my own. On my own, I can, I'll give myself much more of a limitation. Whereas with somebody else, as a trainer, I, the ego says, you got to show that you're, that, that you can work harder than your clients so that your clients have motivation to work just as hard and get to right. the point where, where they're challenging themselves, blah, blah, blah. We know that shit. And that's the easiest way for people to change is hold my hand. As I go through this, do this with me. We all need support. And that is, to me, that's the utopia. So when you were just talking about like having this whole utopian, this, this idea that people have, the only way to do that is with empathy and support. I might not be going through that difficult. I might not see that the thing that you see as, as that difficult, but I will certainly be supportive of you as you overcome these particular challenges so that now you can see that, oh, it wasn't that bad. Right, but we don't right, do yeah, that. Yeah. We don't do that. We what we do is, ah, uh, you should have known better, or ah, uh, yes. you little pussy, yeah. or so we. So then we start pointing the fingers again, and then instead of encouragement, we say we act as if we never learned to crawl. We act as if as soon as we stepped out of the vagina, oh, I was moving. I, like that, it's the the idea that. Act, the whole act like you've been there before. And that's what we were talking about, about the nar narcissism and everything. Act like you've been there before. That's what empathy is, is understanding. Even if you even if you never, ever had the experience, try to understand exactly what they're going through yep. and then put yourself in their shoes yep. to an extent so yep. that you can be like, oh, I accept the feelings that you feel and we should all practice it. And it is a practice. It's not easy for either one of us, even us as, as we see ourselves as intellectual, we still go through that shit. I go through that shit. There's times where like, whether it be my mother, my brother, my girl, whatever. I'm like, yo, because you, you think that common sense is so common, but really it's not. Once you see that common sense is not that common, then you start to understand how that this breeze. world can be easily manipulated. Oh, you, you'll, you'll go in there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, now. I was like, did I? I thought I froze in life. I was like, perhaps you did. <laughs> <laughs> a little glitch in the matrix. But um, the only way that we really truly understand and accept is to acknowledge and practice empathy. And right. don't feel like you have to throw your own value system on somebody else. And then if you disagree with somebody's value system, don't think that your shit don't stink because this whole world is full of shit. So suck it up, wipe but it also, off, and then flush it out. But um, shit, things also grow out of shit. Shit's that's very true. nutritious. Yes, it is. People it can is, just eat a, eat a doo-doo. Once in a while, just eat a doo-doo. Yes, it's a healthy fertilizer. You can grow a lot of shit out of shit. So nothing ever really dies. Right. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Nerd. Nerd. Um, yeah, and it... it, it, it it fascinates me, you know, that 
people, you know, this is the us and they mentality is like the way to their, their peace is through, you know, a, a violent, you know, um, you know, conversion of people. Mm. That's what's funny to me is that people just think people should think like they do. And mm. I remember telling one of my good friends who's very mm. intelligent, working in, he was working in retail and um, he would tell me about his job and, you know, some of the customers coming in acting crazy or just acting very, you know, just in different ways. And he'd be mm. like, oh, like they don't get this. They don't get I'm like, dude, I said, you're smart. I, I'm not saying they're not, but everybody can't be you. So, I, you know, but I, I think the same way, like I adopted this. But I think it's something I've understood for a long time because when you're in a someone in a wheelchair, you see the ignorance in people. It's just literally it removes a mask well, that's, because people they're just open to say whatever, and you go, okay. I learned very young not to take things personally yeah. um, in certain ways, especially like like things bother me less from kids than adults. We've talked about this. I had a kid one time, tell, he's, he told me I wasn't real, which tripped me out. And I was like, well, you're not real then. Um, and then one kid asked me where my legs were, which is strange, but well, I thought it was funny. I was like, really like perspective. Right. But when it, 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 if it comes from an adult, you still have to kind of go, mm, okay. That's what I'm learning okay. now is that just because your age is an adult doesn't mean you're an adult. That's really what I'm learning now. Um, to, you don't to automatically get handed knowledge like exactly. Oh, you're 18 now. Boom. To what you were saying about and we we got like five minutes left or actually less. Okay. Than, um, to what you were saying about um, people people wanting others to be like them. It's so funny because like. We, we, we come from a hip hop generation where biting was a bad thing, but yet at the same time, humility of people actually um, biting is now the new thing about hip hop. It's like everybody is sounding like everybody else. It's very interesting. So maybe there's growth in that. Maybe now hip hop has become more empathetic it's also become less creative. God damn, everything sounds well, the same. Well, the, there you go. And this is what happens in a utopia. You don't have the challenge of something. <laughs> so, so we kind of need the chaos. We need, everything we need needs somebody, to be fucked, maybe. Somebody needs to doo-doo on hip-hop. Yes. I think we need to shit on each other in order to, to grow some really good crops. Dookie yeah. Hauser. It's like pasturing. <laughs> Dookie Houser. Well, there's the title. <laughs> we need someone young that's like a genius to just spread shit around. Yes. yes. Like, you need you need to you gotta toughen up a little bit here. Toughen mm. up, jeez. You know. Wait until an asteroid smacks. Grow a pair of labia and vulva. That's right. Because, sorry, I can't say grow a pair of balls because it's just a fucking very sensitive. And I think we as a society have become balls. Everybody, and nobody's actually just smacking the shit out of the balls because you smack the shit out of the balls, you're not going to want to get hit again. They're no, just raising it's the not balls. a good. They're just doing it's this. Not a, they're just they're just 
right now we're just pulling on pubes right now. That's 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 where our society is. It's like, Al, stop doing it. Al, you're hurting me. Al. But you're not really. Let me hit you in the yeah. balls and you'll see. All right. Um, that concludes our Friday, the 13th. Um, happy Jason Day. Oh, yeah, shout out well, to our know. sponsor, Jason Voorhees. Shouts out to you. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, so we'll All see right, you on somebody's Monday. coming in with a mask on. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> 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 I just glitched too. <laughs> All right. Stay young, y'all. Stay young.